discuss living better through permaculture, mindfulness, decentralization, freedom, flow, agorism, anarchy, and more. We'll discuss how to solve life's complex problems with simple solutions. This is Mike the Polymath coming from the Easy Peasy Workshop in Indianapolis, Indiana, the crossroads of America. Thanks for joining. here today exploring a new park well new new to me about half an hour from where I live and uh, it's nice you know me and the dog are both unleashed untethered walking in the woods as people and dogs are supposed to You know, I guess before I go on, I'll issue another half-hearted apology for not sticking to my two episodes a week goal. If you haven't noticed, I, I do not stick to a terribly regular schedule. You know, when, when it works, I try to put out an episode at the beginning of the week and another at the end but I'll be honest y'all decided to give myself some time and uh, I hope those of you that are supporting this show understand you know I I do not want to give the impression that I don't appreciate those of you that are already dedicated listeners you know but ever since self-reliance fest you know where I did where I made a point I guess I'll say to highlight the women at the festival I've I've since hey doc come here since been kind of just pondering the idea of manhood tell you what I'm gonna find a log to sit on come on doc 
We're out here walking along the White River, just south of Indianapolis. I hope that Doc doesn't get sick from drinking some of the water, but it's actually pretty beautiful. Wish I had a canoe. But yeah, I've been thinking about this idea of manhood and uh, what it means, what it is. Woohoo, it's a little muddy here, y'all. <laughs> Slipping and a sliding. <laughs> Here's a good log. Just gotta be sure not to drop the recorder in the water here. I tell you, Doc looks like he is in his element. He's just running up and down the banks. Here he comes now. Oh, Doc. He's uh he's wet. he's wandering out on this log that's going into the water. He's out there about 15, 20 feet now on on this log. I halfway hope he falls in cuz his paws are all muddy. Hey. Yeah, manhood, you know, womanhood. I feel as though I can't really speak on womanhood. I can ask on it, which is what I did in episode 100. And I found it so interesting how almost without fail, these women, as soon as I told them I was doing a, an episode about the, the women of Self-Reliance Fest, Almost without fail, every single one of them made a point to honor the men in their lives and um, sort of acknowledge the need for both, right? And I'm not going to lie to y'all. I feel like there is, as sort of corny or uh, whatever as it sounds, I think there is sort of an ongoing war against masculinity in our culture and it it's um manifest itself in my life in many ways especially during what you might call my adolescence which is interesting you know to think about we all have been told that there's this concept called adolescence this time sort of between childhood and adulthood. And I was just listening to Jack Spierko the other day on his podcast talk about how adolescence is a modern sort of invention, a manufactured concept that most, you know, cultures through, throughout our human history did not recognize a period of adolescence. You went from boyhood to manhood, or from girlhood to womanhood. And there was always, always, always a rite of passage. You know, a moment 
when the, the person, the individual, knew for a fact and was told by the tribe and recognized as an adult. You know, usually these rites of passage had something, you know, some discomfort or some challenge at the center of the ritual, you know. You'd have to go out and, you know, do your first hunt. You'd have to go spend a number of nights on your own in the wilderness. You'd have to, you know, go through some sort of ritual moment where you go in as a child and you come out as an adult when the time is right and when you've earned it, not at a certain you know, age. It was when you, when you deserved it, right? When, when it was owed to you to be recognized as such. And we have nothing of the sort. I mean, we have high school graduation and all these things, college graduation, but this culture has bred this concept of, of indefinite adolescence. And it's terrible. You know, it's allowed boys to continue as boys well into their 20s and even 30s or beyond. And it's, it's allowed girls to go their entire lives without knowing what a real man is supposed to be. You know, I can't help but hypothesize that the reason we have so many transgender, you know, male to females and so many bisexual and, and homosexual women is largely because the idea of manhood is ir, it's, it's ill represented. It's, it's barely understood and it's hardly appreciated, let alone, you know, honored. Which is why I, I found it so cool that these women at Self Reliance Fest were honoring the men in their lives and the men in this movement as I was honoring them. A recognition of two sides of the same coin. The duality of humanity, male and female. Equal and opposite, right? It's been a while since I've talked much on duality, but man, lately it just seems to be, again, the central sort of guiding principle in my life, helping me understand just what the hell is going on. Duality, you know, male, female, light, dark, you know, work and relaxation. All of these things, chaos and order, you know, control and release. I, I just, I want to understand what it means to be a man because I think I'm finally becoming one. And I put up this poll on my Instagram a few days ago. Let's see if I pull that up still 
but I asked a simple question, right? I said, what is manhood? And I got, I got various uh, versions of the same answer, it seems to me. So let me read them to you. So my buddy JR, who actually gave me this, this here handheld recorder, he says, providing for yourself and others that may depend on you by whatever means necessary. So, you know, being a provider, taking responsibility for those that you are responsible for, right? JR was on the very, very first episode. Well, it might not have been the very first that I released, but he was he was the one that, in, that helped me get this thing going. Gave me a box full of audio equipment that he wasn't using and uh, helped me get get this this show on the road so a little shout out to jr there all right so we've got another response this is uh hang on a second this is dakota at great wolf tactical so he says personal responsibility for oneself those we have elected to take into our care and our community right similar similar answer all right we've got one from jared the permi guy limited supply designs he says responsibility slash accountability providing for family protection and strength dennis from uh a handful of episodes ago He says, manhood is making sacrifices for those you love, even if it means you suffer in the process. All right, Braden from Childerberg and uh, from the episode about the modern Minuteman. He says, honor, courage, loyalty, labor, strife, strength, discipline, providing. That's That's a pretty good answer if you ask me. And then finally we've got <clears throat> OG Dadbod. Man, I'm I'm blanking on your first name even though we we've, we've talked. But uh he says being responsible and accountable for your actions, taking initiative and ownership. Okay? All good answers. Let's see here if I can figure out what OG dad's bot dad bod's name is I feel like I need I need to know it we've we've messaged quite a bit him and I shoot he might be Garrett I think his name is Garrett and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to whatever oust anybody's identity just trying to give a proper shout out so <clears throat> anyways y'all Good answers, right? Pretty good answers. I especially liked Dennis's. Or was it Braden's? Let's go back and look. <clears throat> so it was it was Braden. Honor, courage, loyalty, labor, strife, strength, discipline, providing, right? He never uses the word responsibility, but it's certainly kind of encompassed in that answer. 
And he is hitting on the fact that being a man is not easy. It was never meant to be. It was never, it was never supposed to be for the faint of heart. And I can begin to understand, perhaps, why so many individuals have, I hate to use the word chosen, but it seems to me many individuals have chosen not to become men. And many women are choosing not to take men as partners. And I am not the least bit judgmental towards any of them for doing so. I think it's a damn shame and I think it's a symptom of a very, very sick culture where we have no generally recognized rite of passage into adulthood, especially for men. You know, I think women have the benefit if you will, you know, of having a period, having their first period, that is a biological rite of passage. You know, men, we go through puberty, right? But even after that, many of us are not yet convinced we are men. You know, I was a very insecure boy for many, many years, very self-conscious. And that side of me still comes out, that boyish insecurity. And I'm trying to conquer it because it's, it's too late in my life to still be a boy. I'm almost, I'm almost 30 years old, right? And the fact that this question is even a question is a shame. It's terrible. Excuse me, y'all. I'm going to smoke a little weed because it is just, it's beautiful out here right now. It's beautiful. You know, a nice, cool breeze, about 65 degrees. The colors are turning in these trees, man. Beautiful. I'm looking at honeysuckle and looks like river birch and ash and elm and oaks and hickories and I'm only just outside the city I got a beautiful sugar maple with some pawpaw trees right next to it behind me my dog is running around here somewhere I can hear him I can hear him And I feel like a man out here in these woods, you know? It was like, I have struggled, y'all. I have struggled lately to get on the, on the mic. Every time I do, I feel like I'm talking with a mouthful of fucking marbles, man. Like, I can't get my point across. And for some reason today, something just told me, just get outside. You know, not that I haven't been outside, but not just leisurely i've been working you know i've gotten some projects lately i've gotten some money in the in the bank not a lot but enough for now and and i just was having such a hard time getting in front of that microphone and getting coherent thoughts recorded 
What's up, Doc? We having fun, bud? Hey, say hi. Ah, oh, yes, he's having a ball, y'all. He's having a ball. But like I said, I was having a hard time getting my thoughts straight. If you wanna, if you wanna go down the log, Doc, you gotta come over here. There you go, good boy. But I come out here and it's a lot easier. Sitting by this river. You know, one of my favorite men that I never met was John Hartford. John Hartford was a singer and a songwriter, an incredible fiddler. <clears throat> Give me a second. He was a dope smoker. He was a womanizer. But his dream was always to be a riverboat captain. You know, big paddle wheel. Big paddle wheel boat, right? Steamboat. Chugging down the uh, Mississippi or the Ohio. Oh, Doc. He's excited. What is it? Oh, he almost just bailed in. He's, he's so happy. This is what he needed just as much as me, right? But John Hartford, you know, to buy a riverboat, to be a riverboat captain, that's what he always wanted ever since he was a kid. And he had to become a successful musician before he could fulfill that dream. <sighs> what have I always wanted to be? I think I always just wanted to be free on a piece of property with some toys and some chillins and some, you know, a woman, not some women, but a woman, you know, have my little, my little flock, have some animals, have some, some room to roam, some elbow room between me and the neighbors, but a good relationship with my neighbors. That's what I've always wanted. In order to get there, I gotta I gotta become something first. I gotta become successful because property ain't cheap, y'all. Just like a riverboat wasn't cheap. But kind of like John Hartford, I you know I can't get there by conventional means. He had to do it his own way. Some of his tunes, man. You just you just have to check him out. I would love to share some of his tunes, but I'm still unclear about how copyright works. <laughs> so I'm just going to tell you, go to Spotify and look up fucking John Hartford, man. <sighs> he was a man. He was a real human American man. Kind of like Edward Abbey. Kind of like... Kurt Vonnegut, some of my favorite characters, man. They didn't question their manhood. You know, it was it was clear to them. They had a mission. They had words. They had ideas. I think this problem has gotten worse just in the last 
generation or two. Like I said, I think women are in some ways equally confused. You know. And it's just sad. It's just sad. But I'm hoping the pendulum's swinging and common sense is coming back and a, a recognition of reality of the natural order, the natural law at work. God damn, I can understand the, the, the dream of being a riverboat captain as I sit here and look at the, the sun just glimmering here off the water. And imagine a big steam wheel paddle boat pushing down this white river Heading for the Wabash and then for the Mississippi. I tell you what, I gotta get my dog. Well, I had to go. I had to go get my dog. And, uh, there's this little shit zoo that doesn't play nice with others, so. <laughs> Whoops. You know, technically, this is not a leashless society neither for dogs nor people so occasionally you run the risk of getting in trouble we just came across another dog but that dog was way friendlier and their owners let him off the leash as soon as they saw Doc pretty cool Fuck that little shit zoo. I tell you though, this is one of those days. It's just too beautiful. I'm halfway thinking I might hitch up and head west. There's a little something called the Covered Bridge Festival. Zero dollar admission. It's about an hour away though. That's not too far. But on a day like today, it might be the right idea, you know? For a man like me who likes to wander, who likes to talk to people, and take advantage of glorious, sunny fall days when the, when the leaves are turning and there's nothing to do but live, man. Nothing to do but live. All right. That'll be all for now. Well, folks, uh, I'll be honest. Plans fell off of me like chicken shit off an armadillo all weekend. You know, originally I was planning on going down to a buddy's house um, who lives a little little ways away and uh, was just going to hang out with him because he I'll just I'll just cut to the chase his wife is leaving him 
won't go into any details, but there are kids in the mix, and let's just say he is, he was bumming about it. He was bumming. Big time. And, you know, him and I have talked a fair amount, and, you know, we were both kind of just negative about, about women. And uh, just kind of how hard it seems to find and to meet and to, um, you know, the dating world just is not, it's not easy. It's kind of fucked up, really. It's all, for a lot of people, it's some kind of game. I don't know. Um, the old ways of just walking up and saying hi. It, it's it's rare that that works anymore, right? And uh, let's just let's just say that he and I were both kind of negative about about women. And uh, you know, I just got off the phone with him just now, and he had an interesting experience. We'll say. Um. You know, he's still, you know, very freshly, you know, separated from his wife, as I said. And let's just say that he unexpectedly had someone show interest in him in a, in a fairly like, sounds like a wholesome kind of way. Um, when he's, when he's hurting and frankly has been hurting for a while and has not really felt cared for or loved in any way. You know, he called me just to tell me that, you know, somebody showed him some love, right? Now he's he's being careful cuz he he can't do anything right now. You know, he's he's I don't want to share anybody else's business, but let's just say it, to him it was like a sign of hope that that women out there actually might, you know, love. I think he's been in sort of a parasitic relationship instead of a mutualistic one. And I'm, I'm glad to hear that he might be verging on something much better, you know? And this is all so personal, so, you know, forgive me for being vague about it, but you catch my drift. And the funny thing is, I I also had a similar kind of, you know, chance encounter where I, I, I'll just tell you, I went to a concert last night instead of going down south to see my buddy he had to cancel long story short he had to cancel because his soon to be ex you know ex-wife I guess um, yeah she she decided to come back yeah she changed the plan so he had to be you know he had to be there for for the kids so. I decided to go to this concert somebody offered me a ticket to instead, right? And 
it was just so pleasant. You know, I met a woman and we just enjoyed the concert together and enjoyed a couple drinks and I I got her phone number, right? And it's great. It's great. It was simple, it was effortless. Men and women, you know, meeting, getting to know each other, dating. Mutual attraction, when you feel it, you might as well embrace it. Of course, that that's not the case if you're in a committed relationship, which is why my friend has to tread carefully. But he, he told me just that somebody showed interest, right? Made, made a difference for him because he has not felt very loved as of late. And we're all just humans that need to be loved you know men women you know this question of what is a man well, a man is is a lot of things can be a lot of things can be you know defined however you like i think some of the important things we already hit on you know responsibility I think, you know, the idea of tenderness, being a gentle man, a gentleman, right? I think that's important. It's not something I've done terribly well the last couple years in terms of how I've sort of conducted myself online, you know? I've been a bit brazen and a bit, you know, coarse. How do I want to say this? You know, I've been less than gentle with my words. But I think I think it's important to try to be gentle, even with the hard truths, right? And it's important to be humble. You know, another thing that I I I need to remind myself to, to do, right? It's kind of a paradox, but I've always been very self-conscious, but that's very different from true humility you know as as one matures as a man right i believe humility must be maintained especially if things start going well right it's easy to be humble when you're broke but when you become successful it becomes a challenge and i'm trying to prepare myself right I hope to be successful, but I do not want to lose humility. And, you know, I just, I, I, I can't help but think that the responsibility falls squarely on men's shoulders to address the serious problems around us. You know, doesn't exclude women. It's just to say that men need to step up and become you know become men once more cuz if we don't do it they're just going to they're going to keep treating us like cattle we can't learn to be human you know we need resilient communities we also need resilient male female partners you know partnerships families you know, 
the union between male and female, the balance that it can bring. You know, I don't mind going places and doing stuff alone, but part of the reason I didn't end up going to the Covered Bridge Fest that I mentioned was I just didn't really want to go alone. Even though I find it um, almost ideal to go alone if I want to do a podcast, which I was tempted to do, and I may still yet. Um, But I just, you know, before this concert, I was kind of just bummed out and didn't want you know didn't want to drive and decided to go to a concert instead and I'm glad I did you know it's like I I'm trying not to get too personal with you guys here but it was just so nice to stand next to a woman and enjoy her company and give her a kiss goodnight you know, and go home with the with the phone number, right? Yeah, you know, I could count on one hand the number of times that I've met somebody like that. just honest and genuine you know attraction but no expectations <sighs> all right i think that's all i should say you know i don't think i've come up with any grand solutions for y'all here you know this this topic of men and women though seems worthy of discussion because As we all know, the definition of many things is being rewritten in the public domain. And the meaning of things is being attacked. So we need to maintain. And I I think maybe the thing to take away from this is that if you do have children of either sex... Do them the the service of honoring honoring their adulthood and encouraging them to reach it before their peers instead of enabling them to, to live in this state of perpetual adolescence. We need to raise men and women and, you know, powerful ones at that. We need to give them the dignity of a rite of passage out of childhood when the time comes. Okay, y'all. I think that's enough for today. You know, I may yet go <clears throat> to the Covered Bridge Festival. I just have a feeling that that will be a cool mix of all sorts of characters doing different kinds of things. It's a big event here in Indiana and I've never gone, but tons of sort of, uh, you know, crafts, people selling their wares. Um, you know, it's, it's in honor of sort of, you know, it's just centered around these covered bridges, right? In this one County, which has 
a whole bunch and um it's become such a massive event so i'm very curious to go check it out but if i if i go i may or may not do a podcast from there but i'll tell you about it one way or another cuz it it might be cool we'll just have to wait and see um partly i'm thinking i might be going there on a date so if all goes well anywho y'all um I guess I'll say, you know, if I do go on a date, there's a chance I may still do a podcast because, uh, you know, I told her about this show. Uh, maybe that makes me crazy, but um, <laughs> it's like not the not the coolest thing, really, to be like, yeah, I've got a podcast. <laughs> First time you meet somebody, but, um, you know, it was the kind of thing where we were just kind of free and open talking about whatever. And, um, I was talking to one of the artists who performed and asked him if he might be interested in coming on the show. So she heard through, through the grapevine that way. Um, what are you going to do? It is what it is. So, um, yeah, y'all, it's just, I guess, um, I'll try to wrap it up by saying I don't have any fucking answers, man. Uh, just, just, I think we do need to maintain sort of mutual honor between the sexes. I'll say that, you know, as I said, our culture is sick and I think there's a lot of, a lot of degradation of manhood that goes on in, in our media, in our, you know, sort of. It's almost publicly acceptable to to put down men. You know, a lot of women are tyran- tyrannical spouses in their own homes. A lot of men have kind of you know the term "pussy whipped." A lot of them are are totally emasculated, and I think that's a problem. So. I'm going to say we should continue to strive towards reaching manhood as much as we can as men as as people who raise boys we need to we need to be careful about referring to our grown progeny as kids, right? At a certain point they're not your kids anymore. They're your sons and daughters, but they're not kids you know, I hear people say things like my adult children like what the fuck are you talking about you know maybe it sounds a little too um, formal to say my sons and daughters but it's more correct and it, it dignifies your children as the adults of which you raise them to be you know, another thing Jack Spierko says is your your job is not to raise your children. Your job is to raise adults. And to do so, you have to treat them like adults at a certain point. You know, this whole like failure to launch culture, you know, kids living in the basement till they're 30, it is not doing anyone any 
Babers. I think we should do away with the concept of adolescence entirely. You're either a child or you are an adult. Teenager, what's the significance of being a teenager? Just because the the word ends in in teen, right? There's something magical about turning 13. You're a teenager now. Like fuck that. You're you're either still a kid or you're an adult. I I recognize there's a bit of a transition phase, but we cannot allow it to go on indefinitely. So bring bring back some kind of rite, some some rite of passage, some ceremony, some experience. You know, if you're raising kids, take them. You know, when when you think it's appropriate, take them on a backpack, where you as the father and them as the son or daughter go out into the woods and you set them up and you let them be alone for two, three days and you camp nearby in case they need you, but maybe not too nearby. Maybe that's the whole point. Maybe it's a test and they have to find their way home. I, you know, maybe that's too hardcore for some of you, but that should be the type of thing that we encourage. You know, the first hunt that's a classic rite of passage for a lot of folks, but it's not culturally, um, you know, not everybody's going to do that, right? It's not culturally universal, we'll say, that people will go hunt. But, you know, that's a great way for a young man or a young woman who might be interested to, to take a step out of childhood and into adulthood by putting food on their own table, right? It's significant. Whatever it happens to be, you know, it could it could be a thousand different things, but I think that should be a goal of every parent is to have a plan for how you're gonna how you're gonna honor that moment where we're no longer going to refer to you as a child and everybody is going to know it you know the whole family and the whole tribe is going to know that you aren't no kid you're a grown up you're a man you're a woman you're not a boy you're not a girl you know and this comes comes with responsibilities you would like to contribute to the easy peasy podcast go to easypeasygardens.com and hit the donate tab thanks for listening